Good morning from the newsroom of the Financial Times. Today is Tuesday, October 16th, and this is your FT News Briefing. Today, we'll be looking at the U.S. response to Riyadh, Italy's bold budget plans, and Theresa May's day of wrangling before heading to Brussels. Plus, what investors will be watching for when Netflix releases third quarter results later today. I'm Eric Krupke. And I'm Mamta Badkar. And here's the news you need to start your day. On Monday, U.S. President Donald Trump said rogue killers could be responsible for the disappearance of Jamal Khashoggi at the Saudi consulate in Istanbul this month. The president speculated about the journalist's death after he had spoken to Saudi King Salman by phone on Monday. It sounded to me like maybe these could have been rogue killers. Who knows? Mr. Trump sent his top diplomat, Mike Pompeo, to Saudi Arabia to meet with King Salman as early as today. This follows allegations that the kingdom's leadership had orchestrated the killing. And yesterday, representatives from the Italian government held a press conference to discuss their budget plans for next year, which they finally approved right on deadline. Italy was due to send the draft budget to the European Commission last night for review. And once the commission receives it, the negotiations then begin. The budget widens the deficit to 2.4% of GDP, which is much higher than the EU's mandated target of 0.8%. They also plan to lower the retirement age and grant a partial amnesty for unpaid taxes. Italy's populist coalition government hopes the increased spending will create new opportunities for citizens, but Italy has the second highest amount of debt in Europe, and European officials say they're seriously concerned about the plan. Theresa May is due to convene her fractured cabinet today before heading to Brussels on Wednesday to meet with the EU leaders on Brexit. She spoke yesterday in Parliament, and this might sound a bit familiar. We are entering the final stages of these negotiations. This is, this is, the, time, this is the time for cool, calm heads to prevail, and it's the time... And it is the time for a clear-eyed focus on the few remaining but critical issues that are still to be agreed. Many hoped the European Council meeting on Wednesday would be an important moment in the negotiations. But there are still some issues on the table. Like the ever-present Irish border issue and the supposedly temporary customs union with the EU, which Eurosceptic MPs refuse to budge on. It is expected the negotiations could continue into December. And there are growing fears that there won't be a deal before the deadline this coming March. And if your head is spinning from the back and forth on Brexit, check out our handy timeline on FT.com to make sure you're up to date on the latest. And Microsoft co-founder Paul Allen has died at age 65 after suffering from cancer. Mr. Allen founded Microsoft with his childhood friend Bill Gates in 1975 in Albuquerque, New Mexico. He had a reported net worth of $20 billion. And here's something you might want to know more about. Later today, Netflix will release its third quarter earnings report. Investors will be watching to see if the streaming service can recover from last quarter. In July, they missed their forecasted subscriber count for the first time. They fell short by about a million people. The FT's Tim Bradshaw tells us what to look out for. So tonight is going to be a test of whether Netflix has 
regains the subscriber growth mojo that it lost three months ago rather spectacularly. So it's been a bit of a cliffhanger since July to see whether that was just a one-off and Netflix executives blamed their own forecasting for the error rather than any material change in the competitive environment or, or their own performance. But the stock has been a little bit in the doldrums since then. So I, I think a lot of investors are waiting to see what happens tonight. And what kind of numbers are we talking about? Is there a concern that they've reached peak growth uh, in some geographic areas? So they've been consistently adding about 5 million new subscribers or more in, in the last few quarters. 5 million is the target for the current quarter that they've got to beat, that they've set for themselves. The growth story is a little different depending on where you look in the world. So they've been embarking on a big international expansion campaign that's taken them well above 100 million global subscribers. And they're only now just sort of starting to launch in big new emerging markets for them like India. But the concern around saturation has been much more around the US where Netflix has been operating for close to a decade now. The kind of question there is how many more people want to take out a new subscription? How many people have been on the sidelines for whatever reason? And and can they continue to grow in the home market as well as what is ultimately a more expensive upfront investment in acquiring new customers in completely new territories around the world? And how is Netflix performing against other streaming services? Netflix has really been the pioneer of video streaming and particularly on the sort of global level for a subscription-based service. I think the biggest competition for Netflix is still to come. We have Disney is planning on launching its big new streaming service next year. Apple is also likely to launch a new video streaming service. Netflix is going to have to keep increasing its investment in content to bid against these many new competitors that are coming in. And that's in addition to the likes of AT&T, which owns Warner Brothers and HBO and all the traditional studios and broadcasters around the world that it's already trying to fight against to make sure that it's got the best content lineup and the best catalogue for people to keep paying that $10 or so a month. And we've seen that tech stocks have had a, a rocky few weeks how would you describe the pressure on Netflix shares? Investors had a very high price on Netflix because they were betting that it was going to dominate global streaming in the same way as Google dominates search or Facebook dominates social networking. And, and all of those companies have come under pressure. But I think the combination of missing its own subscriber targets and this increasing competitive threat means that Netflix, the stakes are higher for them than, than almost anybody as we go into a tech earnings season. You can find the latest on Netflix's third quarter results on FT.com today after the close of trade in New York. We'll also be watching investment banks Morgan Stanley and Goldman Sachs, both of which are due to report before the bell in New York this morning. This has been your daily FT News Briefing. Make sure you check back tomorrow for all the latest business news. Hi, this is Janice Torres from Yo Quiero Dinero. From a local business to a global corporation, partnering with Bank of America gives your operation access to exclusive digital tools, award-winning insights, and business solutions so powerful, you'll make every move matter. Visit bankofamerica.com slash bankingforbusiness to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America N.A. Copyright 2024. Here at Cat, we get to the bottom of things. From a global crisis to an underreported event, we find the facts using publicly available tools and resources, uncovering what is hidden on and below the surface. 
We connect the dots using social media posts, satellite images, and public records, and empower others to do the same by sharing how we do it. The ability to do so is only made possible by our readers, supporters, and community members. Care to join us? Learn how at bellincat.com.